And for those of you who have been watching us online, who've been following us on, on our various online channels, we know you know that the church right now is in a time of prayer and fasting um, called the re-fast. We're, we're seeking repentance, reconciliation, restoration, revival, and then release. So last week, during our time during National Day of Prayer, isn't it nice we have a National Day of Prayer? It's great. Um, so during, during last Thursday, I, I focused on repentance and reconciliation. And today, our prayer focus is restoration. As you're watching this, if you have a prayer request, um, we have Pastor Trey in the back. Say something, Pastor Trey. Say something, Pastor Trey. Pastor Trey's in the back, and she's manning our, our social media. If you have a prayer request, go ahead, type it into the comments. You can also email it to us at admin at truevisionlancaster.org. We would love to partner with you in prayer. But the Lord had been speaking to me about restoration. And what restoration really is, and as somebody who's kind of been in a not really kind of, has been in a season of restoration, <laughs> that God has taken God has taken what was broken and made it better again. And I praise and I thank God for this season. And I know that it's not over yet, that it's a, this is a lifelong thing, but I praise God that I'm not who I was six months ago. I thank God for that. But um, I want to really kind of dig into you, dig into the concept of restoration. Thank you, Lord. And I'm gonna, we're going to read from the book of Joel. And we're going to go through verses 18 to 27. Then the Lord became jealous for his land and had pity on his people. The Lord answered and said to his people, Behold, I am sending to you grain, wine, and oil, and you will be satisfied. And I will no more make you a reproach among the nations. I will remove the northerner far from you and drive him into a parched and desolate land. His vanguard into the eastern sea and his rear guard into the western sea. The stench and the foul smell of him will rise for he has done great things. Fear not, O land, be glad and rejoice for the Lord has done great things. Fear not, you beasts of the field, for the pastures of the wilderness are green. The trees bears its fruit. The fig tree and vine give their full yield. Be glad, O, o children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God. For he has given the early rain for your vindication. He has poured down for you abundant rain, the early and the latter rain, as before. The threshing floor shall be full of grain. The vats shall overflow with wine and oil. I will restore to you, watch this, I will restore to you the years that the swarming locusts have eaten. The hopper, the destroyer, and the cutter, my great army, which I sent among you. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied, and praise the name of the Lord your God, who has dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never again be put to shame. 
You shall know that I am in the midst of Israel and that I am the Lord your God and there is none else. And my people shall never again be put to shame. Let's go back to verse 25. I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust have, has eaten, the hopper, the destroyer, and the cutter, my great army which I sent among you. Father God, we just pray right now that you bless this word, Lord God. Let what I speak be, be what you have called for me to speak for such a time as this, Lord God. And Lord, we just pray that your presence just jumps from this room across this camera to the four corners of the earth, Lord God. We just pray that, that this word brings forth life, Lord God. That's what we need right now. We need life. So, Lord God, breathe life into us. Restore us, Lord God. Let the times of refreshing come now. In Jesus' name, amen. We keep this quick because I want to make sure that we pray. That, restora that, we're, that restoration, what I love about it is that when God restores you, he restores you better than you were when you walked in. The purpose of restoration and renovation is that you don't, if you, when you're renovating a house, you don't renovate a house for it to be the same way that it was before. You update it. You update the electrical. You update the plumbing. You put in new flooring, new, new, new cabinets, and it's nothing like the original. And here's and. And if you look at the scripture and the, and the text that this comes from, what came before restoration was repentance and reconciliation. That they were walking in alignment with God once again, so they were able to receive the blessings of God. So that's why we're praying for restoration, because we don't want to be the way that we were when we started this process. We don't want to be, we don't want this this, this human shell, our human experience, to be the same desolation that we're just trying to come out of. We don't want to be bur burdened and bound by the same sinful mess that we were burdened with when we started this process. We want to be changed. We want to be renewed. Again, Acts 3, 19-20 talks about the repentance first, then the times of refreshing shall come. So restoration is that time of refreshing. It's the time where the breath of God meets your body and brings life into you again. Now, here's the thing. Many people say that, many people, especially when they're in their sin or in their mess, say that I can't be restored. I can't be changed. And here's the thing. We, we serve a God of transformation. And not this Sunday, but the next Sunday, I'm going to give you a little taste of the message that Pentecost was not about empowerment. It was about transformation. When you have an encounter with God, when God meets you where you are, when you come into alignment with him, you are going to be transformed. You're going to be renewed. You're going to be reborn into something greater than what you were when you started. So the reason we fast is to ask God to make us better than when we started. The reason why we're, we're taking the time, we are sacrificing our lunch break for, for, for on, a, on a Wednesday, and you know the food good. We're giving up this time because we don't want to be the way that we were when we started this process. I don't know about you. And I've said this to co-pastor, I don't want to be, I spent 33 years in that body. I'm not, the next 33 years will be greater. Because when God restores you, I'm going to say this again so it seeps in your spirit. When God restores you, you are better than you were when you started. I 
I will restore the harvest that belongs to you. I will, rest, I will remove the enemy. I will remove the devourer. I will, I'll set, the Bible talks about when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Lord, the flood, the Lord raises a standard against him. A standard pretty much says, stop it. That's enough. It's a barrier that he removes the, the enemy. He removes the destroyer, the things that's been eating off of your increase. For some of y'all, part of your restoration is removing some folk who've been eating off of your increase. You might have to deal with some family members who've been eating off of your increase and you're, and you've been left desolate and broken and in, in famine and saying, God, where are you at? Because people have been eating your harvest, baby. When restoration comes, God's not only going to give you what you, what you lost, but he's going to give you a surplus in the process. And I'm not just saying this because it is, it is effective or it is, you know, the thing you say. I'm saying this because this has literally been my day today that I've had to come to a realization that God has to restore the years that have been stolen from me, that were stolen from me by generational curses, that were stolen from me by the things people said about me, that were stolen from me from anxiety and fear and pain. And yes, I'm still in the process, but I praise and I thank God that when I gave, that when I gave it up, I did not lose anything. In fact, I was like Job. I got double for my trouble I was I got double I got double the children I got double the finances that God has not left me left me a lot lacking for anything because I made a decision that I'm going to come into alignment with him and even standing in this building I still am I still pinch myself it's been six months since we walked into this building for the first time and I still pinch myself going I can't believe that we started out 2020 we started a pandemic in a 13 by 13 office and now we're standing into in, in 4,200 square feet of a building that we don't have to share a space that we don't have to get keyed in permission we don't have to set up and tear down if I want to paint the walls gray guess what they're gray if I want to paint that wall black guess what it's black I, if I wanted that carpet ripped up guess what I grabbed some carpet and I ripped it up because God said I'm going to give you increase I'm going to give you double I'm going to make you better than you were for the next stage of your journey I'm giving you the better I'm giving you the more because you made a decision to align with me my God so he will restore everything that's been lost he will restore everything that's been broken for some of you your restoration is is your relationship with your children and your relationship with your family for some of you your restoration is a marital reconciliation I know how that is that for some of you your restoration is that schooling that just stopped because of, of Johnny too good or, or Jackie too good you going back to get that degree for some of you your restoration is being able to go back to your job for some of you and I'll speak to some of you in Lancaster your restoration is leaving that jail behind you leaving that addiction behind you and living a life that people say that you weren't going to be able to live that you, because God set you free from that bondage from that addiction because God vindicated your record or even you served your sentence that that is not going to be your portion anymore that you're going to live a life that you're called to be that's restoration I will restore everything that you lost my prayer for the city is that God restores everything that's been lost that God restores those people who 
thought who thought this was gonna be just like their daddy and their daddy's daddy and their daddy's daddy's daddy that uh, that that addiction and poverty and and anger and rage and 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 be be feeling like the least of these has has been my portion god says no i got more for you than that and if you align with me i'm going to give you double for your trouble it goes back to alignment yes god gives us grace and mercy but he pours out favor to those who are aligned with him. That's why we're asking for restoration. I don't want to be the corpse of a person. I don't want to be the old man. I, I, don't, I don't like him. He, he and I, we had, a good, we had a good run. Mindy, we had a great run. But he and I ain't friends no more. I have to walk into my promise. Because I want to see the rest of Joel 2 played out in my life. I want to see the rest of Joel 2 played out in this church. I want to see the rest of Joel 2 played out. Played out in, by anyone that I'm encountered. That after that, that the Holy Spirit shall come. He shall pour out on all flesh. But before he can... I can receive the revival. I have to prepare for it. I got to make room for it. That's why. That's why we can't be in 13 by 13 feet anymore because it's not big enough. For some of you, where you are right now, you're saying God's sitting revival, but God is saying you're in too too small of a pot to to grow in the way I need you to grow, because revival forces death. So yes, you've grown to a certain level, but revival forces you to go higher and deeper. And for some of you, you get, you're living in a pot that's too small for you. So you have to ask yourself a question: Am I going to live in this small pot? I'm going to live in this lack that I'm, that I'm experiencing root rot in because I haven't let some things go. I haven't laid myself at the altar. I haven't asked for, thing, for, for repentance. I haven't even sought God for a deliverance. And you're saying, God, I want to be restored, but you got to get out the pot first and get into something bigger. And you'll see what you've lost regained. I made a vow to myself, then we go and pray. I made a vow to myself that I will never let anybody put my fire out again. I will never let anybody put my fire out again. Part of the reason why I've gone through what I've gone through is because I put my fire out. Yes, the Holy Spirit still moved in power and authority. But I, 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 I let it, I let it, I let it go a little bit low. But now I realize that that was the one of the worst mistakes in my life I've ever made. I'm not putting my fire out to make you comfortable. I'm not putting my fire out so that way you feel good. But that the fire has to come back. That's what people, because people are seeking the Holy Spirit. They're seeking the fire that is within you. So now that we've repented. We've reconciled with God. We've made ourselves friendly again. Now we're at the place where he's forming us. He's restoring us. He's ripped us down to the studs. Come, let us return to the Lord, for he has torn us to pieces. He has injured us, and he will bind up our wounds. He's, he's repairing us so that way when the house is built, we can receive the fresh impart. My God, we can receive the fresh impartation. That's why we're here. So we thank God that we're here. So wherever you are, this ain't going to no, be no long prayer. 
because I'm going to honor my word to make sure we're done by 1 o'clock. But when your heart is open, your heart is ready. God can do a whole lot in a little bit of time. So wherever you are right now, first and foremost, if you're watching this and you don't know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, all the stuff I preached about doesn't matter until you have that first. Pretty much, the Bible says if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God has raised Jesus from the dead, you shall be saved. For some people, there's this big old experience thing, but, but, but it's me, it's us in here, because it's not just me in here this time, hallelujah. It's us, <laughs> it's us and you over there. So I might not be able to lead you through the sinner's prayer, but if you're saying, I, I want that restoration, I want that Job. Y'all understand, Job lost everything and ended up with balls and swords and some messy friends. And at the end of it, God was like, okay, you got the point now. I'm going to give you double. I'm going to duplicate everything. That means you, you, this is what you already had. I gave you that, but I'm leaving you a little bit more. But you can't have that restoration if you do not have a relationship with Jesus Christ. I said relationship, not religion, no relationship. We do things out of our love for him, not out of obligation to him. So if you're here in this moment, I'm going to pray for you real quick. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray for that person who might be watching this live or watching the replay or might be watching this 10 years from now who is saying, oh man, I, I, I need that restoration. But the first step is I have to know you, God. Lord, I just pray that wherever they are all over the world, Lord God, wherever they're listening to this at right now, Lord, I pray that they begin to just cry out, God, I need you. God, I love you. I give my life to you. It's simple as that. God, we just pray that they, be, they begin to cry out that prayer to you, Lord God, and that you meet them with, meet them in that car. Meet them at their desk. Meet them in the kitchen while they're washing dishes. Meet them wherever they are right now and let them encounter you in a fresh way. And Lord, we praise you and we thank you for those who have made the call to salvation who said, I want, I want that. I want whatever they got, I want it, Lord God. And we give you praise for that in Jesus' name, amen. If you, if you settled in your heart that you want to know Jesus, that you want relationship with him, email us, admin at truevisionlegister.org so we can connect with you for next steps on your Christian journey. But now we're going to pray for some restoration. Let me move this chair. We're about to pray for some restoration because I'm believing God for some stuff. I'm believing God for some things, and I'm seeing, it, I'm seeing him at work every day of my life, and I, but I'm believing for some, for some crazy stuff. That God will redeem the time on some things so that way we can make it make some things right. So let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, first of all, I just want to say thank you again. I know I've thanked you a lot, but I just can't thank you enough. God, I thank you for, for, get, for providing such a time as this so we may be able to come together as the body of Christ and come together as people who are, who are seeking and thirsting after you. Lord God, that, that we're able to do this, this, do this prayer to, to gather together at this time. And Lord, we just pray right now, before we ask for anything else, that you cleanse us from our sin, that you cleanse us from our impurity. Lord God, anything that we 
we have done that is not like you and word thought or deed omission or commission or God we repent and we lay it at your feet and we pray that you burn it away and teach us how to turn and continue following you Lord God and Lord we just pray right now for restoration Lord God I thank you that you are restorer Lord God I thank you that you can see the broken thing and make it great again Lord God that you can see you can see what was barren and make it fertile that you can see what what was empty and dilapidate, dilapidated and make and change it up and make it full again so Lord God we ask for your restorative hand to touch us in this place to touch us as we're watching this to touch us as we're listening to this service Lord God we pray for restoration to come that the that, that the restoration that we need the rebuilding the rejuvenation the, the shifting that we need in this hour comes in the name of Jesus and I decree and declare an increase in this house I decree and declare increase in this house I decree and declare restoration in this house that as people walk through the doors that they might they might walk in one way but they'll walk out another and we might not even have to say a word that your presence meets them at the parking lot so that when their lives are changed when they walk into this room I come against anything that said you can't change any stagnant spirit anything that is trying to set up shop on this property I command it to leave now in the name of Jesus Lord God I speak to our hearts and anyone who's walking in a stagnant mindset Lord God I pray that you shift it now in the name of Jesus because stagnation brings forth death Lord God and I speak life over every single person who's a part of this ministry I speak life over every single person that is watching who's listening to this I speak life to those that they encounter and those who they encounter and so on and so on and so on and so on Lord God Lord God restore us rejuvenate us renovate us make us over so we might be worthy to receive what you have next Lord God Lord we pray over Lancaster right now in the name of Jesus and Lord we decree and declare restoration in this city Lord God I pray Lord God let us be a vessel of restoration in this neighborhood that it's not just to inform your glory but it's even better by the time we're over Lord God Lord God I speak over this neighborhood in the name of Jesus and I speak over this dilapidated this this derelict spirit that is sitting over this neighborhood and we decree and declare by the power and the blood of Jesus that you are evicted from this neighborhood in the name of Jesus and I speak life Lord God use us as a vessel to bring resources to this neighborhood use us as a place for people to run and seek help Lord God use us for hands of healing Lord God let us model what you're doing in the heavenlies on earth in the name of Jesus Lord God I pray for the rest of the city right now and I speak restoration of familiar relationships I speak restoration of marriages I speak restoration of finances I speak restoration of mind of mindsets I speak restoration to the churches right now Lord God Lord God the churches who were once filled and fired up with your spirit who have now become dry and derelict Lord God I speak life in those churches in the name of Jesus that you will restore everything that the canker worm the mealworm and the palmer worm have stolen that you will restore everything that's been lost everything that has been laid aside what people thought was dead that, that was dead that was from you Lord God I command it to live right now in the name of Jesus 
And I pray for you, mother. I pray for you, father, who is watching this right now, whose children are far from you, who, whose children don't want anything to do with you. It might not, not be your fault. It might not be your fault. But I decree and declare right now that your relationship shall be restored in the name of Jesus. I speak to you, son. I speak to you, daughter, who, who is living in a, in a situation to where you don't know you, you're, you're separated from your family that there has been friction in your family. I decree and declare your relationship shall be restored. I speak to you husband. I speak to you to, to you wife right now who has been in marital strife and in friction that every day of your marriage has been a battle and a struggle that you fight worse than a Jerry Springer guest that you're always that you're always going back and forth. I decree and declare that your marriage be restored right now in the name of Jesus. I speak to you person who has been far from God who has been who has been seeking answers where every answer returns to the thing that you're afraid of going to and I know they hurt you I know that pastor talked about you I know that pastor told all your business I know that I know they they, they ain't help you when you needed it and I, 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 I know those people judge you because you didn't look good enough that your story wasn't as pristine enough that that they made you feel like you weren't enough but that's humanity God is calling you back into alignment and I pray restoration over your walk with God today. I pray that you begin to pray in your secret closet, that you're sitting in your car and a prayer begins to break out because you know in your heart that you believe God, but the people of God have caused you pain. And as a person of God, I repent for causing you pain. And I decree and declare restoration over you. And that you will see the fruit of your restoration with God in your job. That you'll see the fruits of restoration in your finances. That you see fruits of restoration in your family. That you see the fruits of restoration in your children. That you see it in your education. That you see it in your household. That you even see it in your car. That you see it in your friendships. That you see it in your relationships. That, re that, rest that you'll see so much restoration, you'll know it's from God. It'll make you run back to the altar and say, God, I'm here. I'm here, God. So Lord, we thank you. Lord God, I thank you in advance for the testimonies that are going to come from this prayer. That the testimony of the testimonies that, are, that will come from this time, from from this time that we've had together, Lord God. I pray for every educator in this city right now, in the name of Jesus, the one who is burnt out, the one who is sick and tired of these kids, who has been tired from coronavirus. You thinking about quitting and. God God has set you in that building for such a time as this. God has put you in that building because there's some kids who need what, the God, what God has put into you. So I speak restoration of your energy. I speak strengthening of your heart. That you will find your passion again. That you'll find compassion for the children that you educate. That you'll find compassion for their families. Because I know they pull a lot from you. But God is going to deposit into you everything that you need. So God, I pray right now that you restore. You restore everything that's been taken. And Lord God, I decree and declare, and declare over this ministry that you shall restore everything that has been lost, the lost time that we had, the things that have been scattered, the mission that we might have forgot about, those things that we haven't thought about. God, that you will restore us. You will revive us. You will strengthen us so we may fulfill what you have called for us to fulfill. And we decree and we declare it so in the name of Jesus and we all said amen. My God. Thank you, Lord.